Hello everyone, my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that are focused on four themes. Autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. And we are so thrilled to be offering one of the first of its kind digital, virtual, and continuous learning environments enabling parents and children to connect from all around the world. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions and to create space for all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, this also translates as recreating and co-creating environments both socially and politically that will enable our children to thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, we also write thought pieces every other Sunday and we actually just dropped a thought piece this past Sunday. So be sure to meander over to the website and check out our online content. Now if it is the case that you are looking for a listening alternative, well, we're available on 12 different podcast platforms for your listening leisure and we've provided you with access to the links in the description down below. Now as is the convention, be sure to subscribe hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time we post and of course if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going like comment and share this segment let's get into it Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness, and education on a week-by-week -week basis. And today our topic of discussion is mental health. And on the topic of mental health this week, we're gonna be doing a continuation from the conversation that we started on Tuesday, where we talked about how our attitudes towards the mistakes that we make can either contribute in a positive way or a not so positive way to our mental health and how to realign our values and our belief systems to better recognize the inherent worth of the mistakes and how it builds into our learning, how it builds into our development and our evolution as human beings. So really getting to the root of mistakes and why mistakes are so demonized in our society and why it is that we allow our society to continuously pressure us into this fallacy and into this false sort of reality that is perfectionism and just give ourselves permission to be human. Give ourselves permission to be unapologetically flawed, trying, growing, learning, and sometimes awkwardly, right? And not all learning is going to happen with eloquence. Sometimes we learn because we've put our foot in our mouths and that's okay. I mean, sometimes we've learned because we've done something quite horrible and it's hurt people, we've hurt ourselves. But if we've learned from it, that's okay because at the end of the day, it's part of life. All of us have been the villain in someone's story. Not to say that it gives us permission to continuously play that role. I mean, growth and progress means we, you know, 
take a look at ourselves, we think about the way that we want to show up and we align ourselves with that way. And that way should be in align with having a strong sense of who we are, of our sense of worth, of our sense of value and valuing ourselves enough to recognize that we light up the rooms that we come in. We don't need to be the darkness because we see that someone isn't playing that role. Like we don't need to be the dark rain cloud in the room because you know that role has yet to be filled. I think if all of us really take the time to focus on our mental health, focus on the growing, on the learning that we can achieve by allowing ourselves to make mistakes and seeing the benefit in the mistakes and the opportunities inherent in the mistakes that we make, taking accountability of course and working towards making amends where possible and it really stands to have a healthier impact on the collective because all of us are suffering from some mistake we've made at some point that we still haven't let go of or that we're still beating ourselves up over and that is not the point the mistake is there to help you learn and a lot of the times those of us who are beating ourselves up over the mistake we're beating ourselves up with the with the hindsight we wouldn't have known that it felt this bad to do that action until we've done it because that's how life works right so rather than take that hindsight and take that regret and take that remorse and allow it to misinform your growing and evolving sense of identity and make you think that there's something inherently wrong with you see it as an isolated event and use it as an opportunity to do better because now you know better all of that was a preamble those actually weren't the points that I wanted to get into in the second video so I think now is a great time for me to actually jump into the points that I wanted to make and again I'm trying to just build the conviction build the argument for why we should start to value mistakes more and start to see how mistakes really do help inform our sense of becoming and our becoming again progression evolution at least by human standards it is not linear we grow in a very volatile way we grow through our shortfalls as much as we grow through our accomplishments we grow through the things that we've done wrong as much as we grow through the things that we've done right so please keep all of that in mind that's the lens that i'm leveraging as we talk about really shifting our attitudes and our mindsets around making mistakes and showing up flawed in the world around us and remember it's not even a choice right we are flawed all of us are flawed better to embrace the beauty and the flaws than erase all of those aspects that make us who we are that make us individuals that make us lovable right and i think that a lot of what makes us lovable are our flaws and it would be you know just i think so heartbreaking to not know that the things that you see as flaws are the things that really make you very valuable and very worthy and all of us carry flaws and you know what all of our flaws are very different and it, it's part of what brings uniqueness to the room uniqueness to each person it's part of what builds into our growing sense of individuality as well in any case it's time for me to jump into my points i have three points that i wanted to make in this video and my first point was about cultivating compassion and compassion is one of those things it is a nature nurture debate sort of conversation i do think that we all have our own beginning threshold of compassion but we have the ability to build into that threshold to go deeper if we first start to show compassion to ourselves and i think that one of the easiest ways to get a sense of you know to what degree someone is experiencing a lot of self-loathing, a lot of self-hatred is how harshly they treat other people when other people fall short of their expectations. For me, compassion is life. It's life to you. It feeds you in all of the right ways and it also feeds the people around you. All of us are a work in progress and we are colliding as we're growing, as we're trying, as we're evolving. A lot of my personal experience I recognize has a ripple effect on every person that I have met that I am meeting and that I'm going to meet in the future. And 
All I can do is give myself the grace and give other people the grace as we figure out our own stuff while colliding into one another. And I think that compassion, being compassionate to yourself for all the ways you fall short as you try, as you pick yourself up, as you iterate, as you do things again, it allows you to express that compassion outwards to others. All of us have made mistakes. All of us are going to continue to make mistakes. We've probably made a mistake at some point today, right? Like it's just part of being human. So why judge ourselves for it? And I think give yourself instead of judgment, replace that with compassion. Like when you make a mistake, like the effects of that mistake are not gonna go away. The consequences of that mistake are not gonna go away. Choose to treat yourself with compassion. You're growing, you're learning as a byproduct of that mistake. Be kind to yourself as you learn and grow through the consequences and the reactions and the actions that are gonna stem from that mistake and from that shortfall. I think that we can be our own friend through the growing pains of life, but we don't have to be beating ourselves up on top of life giving us a lesson or two in the hard knocks that is existing. So with my second point that I wanted to make is around iteration and pivoting. And as a yogi, as someone who has done yoga for over 10 years, one thing that I will say is repetition, doing the same thing, expecting a different result is absolutely not insanity, especially when it is the case. You know, there are certain moves that I have done continuously throughout my yoga practice. And still even now, depending on the day, depending on the routines that I've been in, I can get into that move a little bit more or if it is the case that I'm trying to master a different position. Sometimes it's not as straightforward as it seems when I visualize it. Like I see myself, let's say, nailing a crow's pose or, or nailing a pose that involves a, a degree of flexibility that I think isn't beyond the range that I currently have. But actually it involves a completely different set of muscles that I wouldn't have thought to activate were it not for the fact that I'm like going on this journey, trying to deepen my expertise, but it requires iteration and it requires pivoting. It requires doing something differently. And I think give ourselves permission to do that in life. I think sometimes doing something over and over again, it does cultivate mastery. But as you focus on that objective, give yourselves opportunities to do things differently as you work towards that objective. Getting learning from stepping outside of your comfort zone or stepping outside of the vision that you initially had and trying something new, trying something different. Recognize that your way is not the only way. And there are so many ways to do something well and leverage that insight from the people around you. I think all of us have a sense of how to approach certain things based on the experiences that we've garnered through our lives. And all of those experiences are so valuable. So if you have the opportunity to meet someone with a completely different set of experience than yours, rather than judge those experiences on a hierarchy and establish status and compare, you know, your worth and your value to that person because your experiences are very different, there's always so much to be gained by trying to build a bridge around our differences. And I think that I've only learned so much more and gained so much more of a deeper appreciation for the differences of the people around me and how that lends to the conversation and how that lends to my own vision and to the way that I see the world around me when I am receptive to how the experiences of others change the way they see the thing that I'm looking at. So I think that if we all start to recognize the benefit, the value, the purpose of iteration and pivoting, not just our own, but the ways that other people orient and reorient themselves, then we start to recognize nothing is really a mistake is it, right? Like we do something, it doesn't work out, try it a different way. I continuously try and with every attempt that didn't necessarily get you the result that you were looking for, you've learned something a little bit new that's gonna give you the opportunity to do things a little bit differently that will get you a little bit closer to the objective that you're hoping to attain. And the last point, and this is the hardest point, and this is about challenging yourself. I think sometimes what we fail to recognize, you know, as the dust settles beyond the mistake is it is an opportunity to reevaluate 
the way we see ourselves, the way we see the world around us. And it is an opportunity, a break in the fabric that is our belief system, our value system, the ways of being and seeing that we currently are in, where we can start to critique them, right? We can start to break away at the inherent truth that is built into the beliefs and the values that we have and challenge ourselves, challenge the arguments that we make that give us the sense that this is the way to show up in the world around us, challenge the beliefs and the values that we hold that make us feel like that route was the right route. I think there is always so much richness to be gained if we allow ourselves to be a little bit uncomfortable and challenge the way that we decide to show up in the world around us. So make ourselves come up with a strong argument that we respect and that is the point of emphasis. A lot of the reasons why we do the things that we do coincide with you know our levels of comfort and showing up in that specific way or the fact that we like showing up in that specific way or it's a habitual sort of situation but that doesn't mean that we respect it and I think sometimes when we look at our own behavior through the lens of respect there's a lot of behaviors we would automatically change and not because of a collectively esteemed definition of respect I think each of us holds our own sort of individualized definition though it is influenced by culture but if we look at our own behavior our own motivations our own actions through the lens of respect how much respect do we actually have and hold for the ways that we show up in the world around us and what do we need to do to align ourselves to be able to continuously feed into our own sense of self-respect and self-regard. Many of us have grown comfortable showing up navigating the world around us in a way that eats away at our own sense of self-respect and self-regard and I am bigger on ensuring that you have that inner alignment, ensuring that you are showing up in ways that make you feel good about yourself, that make you feel like you like this person that you're growing into and I think the lens of respect is very eye-opening because there are no qualms about respect, right? You can like something but not respect it. You can be comfortable with something but not respect it. Something can be a big habit of yours but you don't respect it. And when you start to really build value around respect and around wanting to align your actions and your behavior and your thought life around respectability, however you define it, not culturally, societally defined aspects of respectability, then you gave yourself that opportunity to get closer to that sense of inner alignment. So this is really about challenging yourself when you make a mistake, giving yourself an opportunity to look deeply within yourself and see what about my current belief system gave me the green light to do this and do I still believe in those things and if I don't what do I actually believe in and what supports those beliefs what supporting arguments do I have for those beliefs how do those new beliefs that I might be taking on how is that going to change the way I navigate the world around me ask yourself those tough questions and be the one to give yourself the answer don't ask these questions to other people hoping that other people do the heavy labor for you some things you only learn you only gain when you do for yourself and I think when it comes to introspection when it comes to the growth and evolution that comes from questioning and challenging yourself that is a learning that is value that you bring to yourself and it's not to be something that you seek out externally in any case I think that that is enough for today but definitely not all thank you all so much for tuning in now before letting you go I would be remiss if I didn't let you know that we will be going live at least twice a month every month for the foreseeable future on our Facebook page so definitely be sure to tune in. Now these events are paid events so if you do see yourself participating in our community on an ongoing basis then I do suggest that you take a look at one of our package plans. Yes so we do offer package plans over and above our live events that give you unlimited access for live events as well as access to webinars and workshops over and above those live events so definitely be sure to tune in. Now if you are afraid or if you are concerned about pricing please don't be. We have incorporated a new payment solution Afterpay that gives you the opportunity to make payments 
in four installments over a period of six weeks, rendering all of our services and programs more accessible to you. So with all of that said, if you're still here, subscribe to the channel. We're on the road to 1K across all of our platforms, so every subscription counts. Make sure you follow us, make sure you engage with this video, give us your feedback on different ways you've reoriented and you've reassessed your attitudes towards mistakes to give you the opportunity to be more human and to grow. And I look forward to chatting with all of you very soon. We'll talk to you later.